0: And get these stuff with my dad. Okay. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care either, well, either way.
4: pretty embarrassing when you have to take your children out of the room just to report
3: the news. give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon,
1: and now, here's Armstrong and Getty! You want to hear
2: a great FML? You ever, you ever look at hashtag FML? I don't appreciate the obscene letter, but yes. Blank my life. Yes. This morning I bend over, my glasses fall off my face, land on the floor and break into. Oh, oh no. no. Oh no. Uh, hashtag FML. Oh, oh no. no. Slap's forehead. Oh, oh my What
0: the hell is that?
2: You need that ear tightening. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get one of those bands you wear around the back of your glasses yes. like we play racquetball yes. or something. Or the
3: old-timey glasses <laughs> like in a movie when the old fella would take his glasses off and...
1: Wiping his eyes. You got to get them all the way hooked around your ear.
2: Apparently, I need
1: that. Yeah. (laughs) Other glasses in the news news. Did you see Orrin Hatch taking off glasses that he was not wearing? No. I'll find that for you. Oh, (laughs) boy. Well, that's a sign. Yeah.
2: Maybe retiring is a good idea. (laughs) Live from Studio C. Say, senor. Dimly lit room. Yada, yada, yada. They were under the tutelage of our
3: general manager. I don't know. I'm tempted to go with our stinking lying media. I just—we're well, so that,
2: ill served. I think I get the. I think there's a great obvious one. Go ahead, please. Donald Trump's brain. Oh, <laughs> Trump's brain. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> Donald Trump's brain, or maybe his whole body. Maybe his whole body. Oh, I found yeah. every bit of the information interesting. I really did. Usually they aren't that interesting. So, you know, you, George Bush Brock I by You got a pretty fit 50-year-old. Right. What do you got Almost there? nothing there. Yeah. You got an old fat guy who hardly sleeps and eat fat, eats fat food. Yeah. And half the country thinks is crazy. Right. Yeah, you know, that's a pretty interesting uh, physical fitness test then. Sure. Yeah, a little more potential there. And he uh, couldn't have gotten better, could it? Uh, but, but,
3: yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, the stuff I heard, is he's he's a pretty old guy, so yeah. He should, sure, he's got signs of heart disease. He's borderline obese. Who cares? He
2: should lose a couple of pounds. Who could? Who shouldn't? All right, come on now. Ah! Who's not borderline obese on the BMI? Practically everybody, if you're not over the line. He's a 29. I think I'm a 29. He's 6'3", 239? I think that's correct, yeah. I would have guessed he weighed more than that. Really? Yeah. I haven't thought much about his weight. Hmm. I notice you've been
3: fixated on it for some reason.
2: Well, he 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 never takes his jacket off because he's trying
3: to hide the fact that he's a fat guy. He's he's a dignified man, a man of business.
2: Uh, Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Good
4: morning, guys. It was January 17th, 2000, when I started working with you guys. So today is January 17th, 2018. Oh, so good. It is already another anniversary. What is that, like
3: nine years? No, this will be We'll be starting year 18 with you guys. Our relationship can about vote. That's and amazing. <laughs> I
4: did hear... Still
3: know nothing about you.
4: <laughs> I know, and I want to clear that up. I, I heard the podcast you know, from the Vegas, sure. and, and you said, I'm, there was somebody that said, I don't like you guys. I have always liked you guys from day one. Oh really
3: oh absolutely
4: that's fantastic as you a just matter just of round.
2: fact all right that's well that puts me to rest finally after 18 years i assumed you hated us both <laughs> feel no need to share any information about your personal life which is fine you don't have to at work. no
4: i i'm not you know shot i'm just boring and uninteresting I, that's just all it comes down to basically <laughs> no there's nothing there <laughs> my my oh, well. greatest um it's not being So when you were a young single man yeah, I was
2: 25. after a after a week's vacation, when we'd say, What'd you do? And you'd say, yeah. You actually didn't do anything? No. I, uh, I just didn't do anything. I mean you But know, you
3: had to do something. Well, I mean, <laughs> did you read? Watch, <laughs> did man, you watch TV? Watch TV. <laughs> did you play uh, video games? <laughs> did you flip through magazines at the library? <laughs>
4: Come on. It is stuff like that. It was like reading or watching TV or went on a walk or, you know, things of that. Okay. Nothing exciting, though. Okay. That's fine. (laughs) It wasn't exactly riveting stuff. Anyway, well,
2: happy birthday.
4: Well, no, the main point, though, in bringing this up is I still remember, though, the uh, people in charge at the time telling me, well, you can go over there. They just poo-pooed the show like it was just this little thing, you know. You go on over there and, you know.
2: Yeah, Help well, them it, out with and, not to be insulting, but it's actually a sign that they didn't think much of you, that you were board hopping this show because <laughs> right. they were considering taking the station dark because it mattered so little.
4: <laughs> right, and then when I said I love doing this and I want to stay there, they looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. And I, Best decision I've ever made, and that was oh, the point good in man. all this. Well, we
3: love working with you, man. Yep. You do a fabulous job. That's, so that was 2000. I'm trying to think yeah. exactly who was in charge and what was going on there. All right, bitches. I got a long memory. <laughs> All right. what you, what I gotta have it refreshed every decade or so. What sort
2: of revenge are you planning to exact?
3: Oh, I, I'm, I'm going to let it stew for a Serve while. I'm going to let cold. it
2: simmer on the stove of my anger. And then put it in the fridge because oh. it's supposed to be served cold. What? i have forgiven Joe it's like and Sasha. You. <laughs> yeah, you can't cook it until it heats up and then serve it hot. That's the that's the wrong way to serve revenge. Well, you, uh, it okay. tastes
1: better cold, from what I read. There is a positive Sean whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Oh man, it was a uh, it was a dark day in the crypto world. Uh, as you guys know, I'm I'm the king of crypto. I am uh, I am I'm the Baron of Bitcoin. I uh, I made a triple digit investment into Bitcoin at its the peak of its powers, which is all investors know. It's the exact right time to do it: buy high, sell low. It has since uh, it has since tumbled, but I'm not I'm not I'm um, not this this uh, encouraged by any of this. When when the market gets scared, I get bold. I am redoubling my efforts. There you go. I am going to start paying more attention because I know that's how the market works, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to look for the opportunity to scoop in and get rich. Yeah. How, far, how far down is it? Um, probably about like thirty percent from when I invested in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It could come back. Or it might not.
2: You never know. My brother rode rode Enron all the way down. Wow. Kept oh, thinking oh. it was gonna come back. Wow. Oh, yeah. On the advice of some smart people yeah. who were wrong. Just keep buying. Keep buying. Yeah. Um, there is Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm
0: doing very well. We've got a trio of celebrity comic birthdays, oh, including the queen of celebrity birthdays. We're going to start out with Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey hits 56 today. Is net worth $150 million? Is he really? Wow, yeah. wow, wow. Steve Harvey coming in next. The comedian, TV host. Turned 61 today. Net worth $120 million. I've found him mildly, briefly
3: amusing once or twice. (laughs) But evidently, America loves him.
2: Syndicated TV shows is where the money is. Really is. Where's ours? we we got to get started. And it is
0: the golden girl, Betty White's birthday. She's a lesbian.
1: Michael. (laughs) Michael.
0: Betty clocking in at 96 today. Her net worth. $45 million dollars. Wow. And um,
2: while that uh, She's a Lesbian routine on Saturday Night Live was hilarious, Betty White, definitely not a lesbian. Well known as a uh, woman who... uh... Oh, enjoys the company of gentlemen. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Back in the day. Yes. Uh,
3: Good for her. And hilarious. Oh, yeah. Really great comedic actress. We were on vacation when Rose Marie passed away, right? Yes. From the Dick Van Dyke show. Great comedian. Oh, my God. What a funny gal.
0: Yeah, she lived into uh, her mid to late 90s as well.
2: Happy birthday to all. Yes. So you started... This day when Betty White was uh, 78. Mm. (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) She 96 today? So, uh, yeah, there you go. Congratulations, Michael, starting on Betty White's birthday. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. (laughs) He's Joe Getty. On this, it is, how did it already get to be? January, Wednesday, January 17th, 21-8. We are setting you straight. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
3: All right, here's the official beginning of the show. According to FCC rules and regulations, I assume there still is an FCC. Here we go at Mark. We picked one of the ones that was a little bit more involved. It was longer. It was uh, it was the more difficult one of all of them. It, it took significantly
4: longer to complete, but uh, the president did exceedingly well on it. So uh, that was not driven at all by any clinical concerns I have. It was driven by the president's wishes, and uh, he he did well on it.
2: Ballsy move from the president. Specifically requested a cognitive test mm. to put the critics to bed or asleep or something <laughs> and uh, he, he passed with flying colors fantastic yeah. so time for a new narrative
3: it was uh, illegitimate because he lost the popular vote then it was collusion with the Russians then it was the emoluments then it was the he's mentally ill from all the people who claim that the only reason people could possibly think Obama wasn't a great president and legitimate was racism could it be that people just don't like the guy in the other party
0: what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, Bannon clams up. We've got more about what went on in that Paris, California horror house yeah. and the amazing curative powers of a Finnish sauna. Hmm. Coming up, 635, Armstrong and Getty. we got to decide as a people, if you have
2: neighbors doing what those people were doing, should you call someone? It's a good question.
0: Hell yeah! Okay.
2: What now? Okay, we'll discuss well, I, What they were doing, what,
3: what do I know in this scenario? You'll have to fill in the blanks for me. I will?
2: Okay. Mailbag is good? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, you're yes. Oh, yeah. That part is really you're good. You're really selling That part it. over there. <laughs> Boy, on Betty White's birthday, too.
1: It's like, you know, the album a
2: band has to deliver because they're under contract. Are a couple good songs. <laughs> you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Voice of the West.
3: The Armstrong and Getty
2: Show. How about that CIA guy they caught, who's been spying for the Chinese all these years, and is likely behind all of our moles being killed over uh, a yeah. number of years? Yeah, and not killed quick, I'm guessing. That's, that's a that's a big one.
3: Oh yeah, huge, huge counterintelligence bust. We'll tell you about that.
2: One of the one of the most damaging spies in U.S. history. Wow.
3: Wow. So stay tuned for that. Boy, I'm bad at show business. I have never oversold mailbag. If I tell you it's going to be great before the commercials, it's going to be great. Regularly, I say, nah, it's all right. It's because I can't remember what I've gotten together for it because I do some of it last night, some of it this morning. Mailbag today is outstanding. What
2: are we I'm waiting just, for?
3: Well, I don't know. I'm the mailbag. I'm such an idiot. I should have. T- 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 to all the people who left because they thought, well, Joe says mailbag's not so great today, <laughs> all I can do is apologize sincerely. Of course, you won't hear it, because you're gone. Of course, a little trust might be nice, a little, uh, you know. If your husband has a bad day, do you leave him? Huh? Or do you stay? Do you stay with it? Good times, bad times, etc. cetera. Uh, first of all, uh, I said something really stupid yesterday, and I, uh, I... It was partly stupid, and partly I just left part of the thought out. But John was one of a couple people to point out, when I said that renters don't pay property tax... He pointed out, of course they do, Joe. Their landlords pass that expense right onto them. It's just like you're always saying about corporate income tax. Good one. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Good one. In terms of the politics, that doesn't really matter because the average voter is too dumb to comprehend that. Please, witness the entire Democrat Party constantly saying that these big corporations are getting a gift on the back of the middle class. As if, quote unquote, corporations, which are groups of people, go ahead and pass, uh, pay those taxes and do pass them on to you. But thank you. You're absolutely right. Those Fair of criticism. Us,
2: those of us who directly pay property tax would be better served whenever they're talking about raising them to make the argument, hey, renters, your rent will go up. Yeah. Sure. Because of this. Yeah.
3: How you many know. renters understand what John and others were pointing out? I never, I've
2: never thought about it once in my life, all the years I rented. Right. The rent is
3: too damn high. Well, that's part of the reason is the property tax, sir. Moving along, a nice note from Annette here. Guys, just ran into a a, a sorry, Several lawsuits being filed against UC Berkeley for injuries occurred while trying to see Milo Yiannopoulos. There is ample video showing people being attacked by Antifa and not being protected by campus or city police. I love this. Love you, Annette. Um, uh, Yeah, now, uh, the courts have ruled there is not a duty to protect. Uh, citizens necessarily, which is kind of ugly and pathetic, but um, it'll be interesting to see how this ends up. Uh, UC Berkeley, the Berkeley City Fathers, told the police to stand down, let people get the hell beat out of them. It's obvious everybody knows it um, because they're in sympathy with the real fascists of Antifa. So I'd love to see them take a whack in for that. We'll see. Al Anonymous. Uh, has an inside look at the uh, FurCon, the uh, furry convention, in San Jose. We talked about.
2: Is that the biggest one in the country? That oh, one in yeah. San Jose. Oh right?
3: yeah, that's the granddaddy, <laughs> the granddaddy.
2: There are three actual events scheduled
3: at the center at the same time. That's the San Jose Convention Center FurCon, a girls volleyball tournament, and a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. There was what's Yu-Gi-Oh, Sean? It's a briefly, tr- trading card game like Pokemon. Oh, there come. you go, beautiful. There were three different private security groups on scene whose presence was explicitly to make sure the FurCon crowd, the Yu-Gi-Oh! scene, and the girls from volleyball did not mix. Example, certain bathrooms were designated for the FurCon, which were all genders allowed. As by and large, furries are by and large.
2: Yeah, you don't want your high school volleyball girl going into an all-gender furry bathroom. No, it'll change their life. Uh, and,
3: uh, some bathrooms for some of the girls, they were cordoned off to make sure there's no situation where a young girl would end up in a restroom with males in costume. Jeez. Another thing which may shed some light on the furry lifestyle, and I will dig further into this a little bit later, but the actual website for FurCon has on the opening page an announcement they are providing free HIV testing for all attendees. I've been to a lot of conventions of various kinds. Yeah, no kidding. None offered HIV testing. Yeah. I guess that says a lot about the expected activities. It, well, yeah. It's Al Anonymous. Huh. I'll be darned. Yeah. How about that stuff? Sexy, sexy, Ah, uh, First, old Simple Jack right Dave, try serving crab again. Jack expressing horror and disgust at uh, putting a crab to death via boiling. I, like Switzerland
2: and Australia, find it to be abhorrent. New Zealand?
3: Like Whatever. Nobody cares.
1: It's
2: all the same <laughs> kangaroos, hobbits, weirdos. Anyway.
3: Hobbits. Uh, Dave writes, uh, try serving crab again. Prepare your crab by first finding a neurological chart of the crab on the interwebs, and then mark an X above the brain placement on the shell, then shoot out the crab's brain with your three fifty seven Magnum, just like you did to your overly aggressive cock. Dave, I, most people say rooster these days. That attacked your children or your wife, I forget who was attacked. Anyway, attacked my oldest son Sam. I hope there's So enough... I shot it. <laughs> I only hope there's enough left of your crab to eat. There wasn't much left of the rooster. PCFYAP, please charge for your awesome podcast. That's Dave of Elk Grove. Uh Buy your boys smoked salmon to get them started on fish.
2: That'd be your an easier boys not like fish. That'd be an easier start. Um. uh Yeah. There's a couple of countries that already have decided that uh, crabs, lobsters, that sort of thing, can feel pain. So boiling them, throwing them in boiling water, is cruel. So you got to come up with a different way to kill them before you do that, or you're torturing animals. Right.
1: I, I had heard that that quote-unquote that sigh that you hear is actually just the steam like being released from their their shell, kind of like a tea kettle sort of thing. It's, it's the, or it's
3: sadness at the experiences it will never have because yeah. you're boiling it.
2: I've never been to Europe. Oh. <laughs>
3: Mm. (laughs) So, uh, Chad, among other people, has some sort of weird conspiracy theory about the Hawaiian missile mishap that it can't possibly have been a mistake. It was actually a secret government plot to something-something. There's a lot of people people
2: on that. What what is that all about? I
3: don't know. I don't know. Have you ever dealt with the government?
2: Have you ever dealt with a corporation? Have you ever dealt with bureaucrats? It's not impossible that you would do that sort of thing to see how people react. It's very important psychological experiment, since we might be facing that in the near future, and you would use an isolated area like Hawaii. On the other hand, which is more likely, that or just incompetence in government? Right. Well, Chad
3: points out that he was in Hawaii and was on a boat just getting back from a whale watch. Within a couple of minutes of the warning, a Coast Guard cutter showed up and was ordering boats into the harbor. Didn't see him at all before the warning. A planned drill that got screwed up, maybe. All right, Chad, you, you seem like a non-crackpot. Appreciate the thoughts. We'll keep an eye on this one for you. And finally, how much time do we have, M-Dog? I don't want to rush through this one. It is so, so good. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, my gosh. It is snowflakeism in America's corporate boardrooms.
2: Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Oh, yeah, the Fox song. That's what the Fox says. I'd forgotten about this tune. Yeah, this gave my kids nightmares for a while, this video. Of course, we had a Fox outfit that I was wearing and sneaking around the house. And the that didn't help. Leaping out and shrieking out at him. <laughs> seemed funny at the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, and if you had neighbors doing what those scumbags were doing, would you call somebody? We'll give you the examples coming up. That's a tough one. Marshall's News on the way. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. South and North Korea. Olympic teams going to march into the stadium together and even compete together in some of the
0: events, right? Women's hockey or something like that? Wild. Wild. I'm wondering if Kim Jong-un is actually going to show up and link arms with the president of South Korea and march, you know, come uh, into the arena and march around. Would he be arrested
2: or anything? Isn't he uh, a violation of a number
0: of... uh, No. Okay, we'll talk more about that later. Let's get the news now, Marshall Phillips. Well, we got, we're learning more and more about what was going on in that horror house in Paris, California, where police say two parents tortured their 13 children. It turns out the house had also doubled as a private school, meaning it was not subject to government oversight because no state agency regulates or oversees private schools in California. David Allen Turpin and his wife, Louise, were arrested after the authorities found the malnourished children he had been the principal of the private school at his house called the sandcastle day school neighbors actually had a name yeah wow neighbors are saying that over the years they did see the children through the second story windows of that house marching back and forth Back and forth at various times. See, there's there's marching, there's, marching. An ex-
2: there's an example there. Neighbor saying, I, "I'd see the kids in the middle of the night marching back and forth." Yep. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but is that the sort of thing where you call the authorities because the kids are up in the middle of the night? And You see them walking around? No. I, I would rather not have a knock at the door and the police are there and say the neighbors saw your kids walking around at night. Yeah, <sighs> tell them to f off. Right. One of them's got yeah. the
0: flu. Right. Who ask you? Neighbors say whenever they did encounter any of the children outside, they never talked, they wouldn't answer questions, and they seemed like zombies. See,
2: there's another one. The neighbors saying that the kids would answer in uniform, uh, they seemed like uh, clones. They Right. Okay, there's another one. Do you call the authorities because the kids all seem similar? No, you gossip with your neighbors and see what information they have. And if you can put together a mosaic... Of of something, then maybe. I, want, maybe. I want there to be some obvious signs that we all could call the authorities on to catch these things oh, earlier. Sure, But so far, none of the examples I've had in my libertarian mind right. rise to the level of, I want my neighbors calling the police. What? That, you don't want to live in that society either, right. where y- you constantly have authorities coming to check out your house because the neighbors... For instance, one of them said, I never saw any of them playing or a bicycle or anything. Right. Well, it's none of the state's business whether or not my kids have a bicycle, for instance.
0: Right. One of the other neighbors was saying his dad, who used to work late nights, would see the family all get into their cars around midnight and then leave for hours at a time. Nobody knows where they went. By by the way, that is
2: a very odd thing from my my lifestyle. Uh Uh-huh. But... Different times in my life when I've had to go to Walmart in the middle of the night. Right. Get some medicine or something like that. There's always people there with kids. And I Mm. think, who are you people? Right. With your five-year-old and your baby walking around Walmart in the middle of the night. So some people live that way. Mm. And again, I'm not sure that's something where you call the child protective services.
0: And now the authorities say it's going to be a long road for recovery for those 13 siblings. Oh, God, you think? Experts say the children suffered stunted growth because of torture and neglect and will likely... Have to go through years of physical and psychological therapy.
2: <sighs> yeah, it's just it's too awful to think about.
0: And didn't you say your wife, who worked with troubled uh, children, said one of the things you notice about the kids who have had severe problems is they're extra large or they're yeah. extra small? Yeah,
2: which was 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 new to me. I didn't know that. But a lot of kids get really big because of that. It's some sort of the body reacting to the stress, the, the strain. Some yeah. of them are extra small.
0: Wow. wow. Anyway, uh, the. Uh, Oh, I just wanted to have one uh, other note here. The 29-year-old daughter, the oldest one in the family, has been described by doctors as having the appearance of an underdeveloped 15-year-old. And she got, was the oldest.
2: you got to freaking execute those parents. If you're going to have a death penalty, they should get it.
0: Well, my friends, it turns out there is nothing like a hot steam to relieve tense muscles, and a new study finds hanging out in a hot sauna might actually be as good for your heart as moderate exercise. The esteemed University of Eastern Finland researchers looked at over 100 middle-aged adults. Go, Eastern Finland! Beat Western Finland! (laughs) Who did not have heart disease. In the Fjord Bowl. But they they did have risk factors for heart disease. Each of the participants had a single sauna session in the traditional Finnish style, dry heat topping 160 degrees. They found, on average, sauna. But you said steam earlier. What the hell are you talking about? Thought it was a steam bath. Now it's a dry sauna. What is it? Well, it's in the traditional. The traditional. You're just getting hot. Style. So being got, getting yes. hot's good for you. Yes, they mm. found on average sauna users' blood pressure dropped by seven points, and their arteries became more elastic. Based on various and a sundry those, tests, those that didn't drop dead. 160 <laughs> degrees, so yeah. red in California in August. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. One last note: today's supposed to be the day President Trump announces his fake news awards for what he calls the most dishonest and corrupt outlets of the year. Is he putting any
2: time into this, or is he going to slap this together in Hasn't like a this minute?
0: Has been postponed five times. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: he just doesn't get around to it. I don't.
0: As think. they say in the update, there's no guarantee it'll happen, but Trump has been teasing the awards on social media over and over again. Oh, that reminds me,
3: the latest Looney Tunes narrative in the left-leaning media about the POTUS, and a surprising confession from me
0: that they have a point in a way. Mm, okay. There you Stay go. Stay with us. That's wrapped. wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall <coughs> Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. We also need to take a deeper look at his physical,
2: because we know a lot of information about his diet, his weight, his mental capabilities, as he asked for that test to see if he's a Looney Tunes or not. I'd like to take a look at the numbers myself. Who Mm. did the test? Can they be trusted? Yes, they can. According to Dan Piper, Obama's got. So, uh, stay tuned for all that. Interesting stuff. Oh, and you had something left over from the snowflakeism in the corporate boardrooms, and a good tie-in, the
3: latest uh, cuckoo bird uh, narrative on CNN. Cool. All coming up on the Armstrong
2: and Getty Show.
4: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Voice of the West.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: I remember when, I remember,
2: I remember when I lost my mind. How about uh, here at uh, about 7.04 we get into Trump's physical. Got a lot of good stuff. We got a late night joke off for you. We got all the late night comedians, of course, took on that as, a, uh, as an opportunity to tell a joke. Right. We'll play them all for you. Good. Grade them. We can give you the results of the... Um physical that was released if, yesterday. If one of them is funny, I'll be surprised. Wow, that's a man. That's a cynical man there. <laughs> I've been let down so many times. It's a man who's lost the capacity for joy. Okay, so a couple of things. I do have a heavy heart today,
3: but more on that later. Okay. Oh, when do we have a guest? Can you see that screen over there? I can't even see it because I'm sitting down. I'm lazy. Um I can't we got uh, No? Okay. When's our guest? Quarter after? All okay. Right. Quarter after. All right, cool. Hey guys, long time listener here. We'll call uh, this personnel or Alien Anonymous. I do executive level finance contracting in the uh, San Francisco Bay Area. Now, the other day, I interviewed with a well-known San Francisco CEO of an emerging startup, getting a lot of buzz, tons of investor money. It's a riser, a, uh, a stepper,
2: an up and comer, a stepper. In the thirty a minute... climber, a climber. One time, there was a a, a woman. Uh... Showing her interest in me at a at a bar. Oh, that's and lovely. A, and a friend of mine said, watch out, she's a climber. Oh, no, no. And I didn't know what that meant, but I stayed away. I don't uh, I don't know to this day. <laughs> what does that mean? I wasn't sure what that meant. Like but a I said, social climber? <laughs> yes, Michael? She
3: likes Yosemite? I mean, she likes mountain climbing? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, she's going to lure you up a rock face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so in the 30-minute interview, she mentioned over and over that she had created a safe space in these troubled times where her employees felt they could take refuge. It was important that no one disturb the safe space. Not one mention of the company, its financial goals over the next few years, what they did, etc. I'm not sure the incredible negative impact this shift in priorities is having on the tech industry with this focus on value signaling and virtue signaling and creating safe spaces versus training employees how to run a profitable business. not sure that's truly being appreciated. If tech is driving our economy, then we're in for nothing but trouble as no one will know how to actually run a business, but they will know how to run a drum circle. Good grief. Keep up the great work. You've turned many people onto your show and they love it too. Thanks for that uh, note, Aileen. Um, Yeah, that's amazing. It's safe space in these troubled times. We've talked about this before. People love the feeling of banding together. It's something humans desperately need to be in a tribe, and we don't have that. We're very isolated these days. So people's longing for it takes various forms, including whipping up false fear because fear brings people together. Trump's a lot of things, but he's not Hitler and and you're going to be fine. Everybody's going to be fine. Anybody with a rational mind knows that. Now, I will tell you this. The latest um, of the continually changing narratives on CNN is that Trump is like Stalin because of some of the things he said about the the press. First of all,
2: I'd like to salute anybody for using any dictator other than Hitler. Um, No book out about Stalin. Stalin's meteorologist. Stalin had the state Soviet Union main meteorologist executed good because he thought the guy was uh putting out bad weather forecasts to try to undermine
1: something so he didn't have all bad ideas exactly Holding weather people accountable
2: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, exactly finally you said it wasn't gonna rain it rained goodbye <laughs>
3: <laughs> anything you'd like to say uh so yeah uh, stalin and and of course between stalin and mao and the communists responsible for many 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 more deaths than than uh, Hitler, who gets all the credit for some reason, but anyway, I'm not a fan of Hitler. N- nobody is, sir. So, um, but anyway, the narrative is is that Trump is like Stalin because of some of the things he said about the press, press being an enemy of the people, putting out fake news, uh, et cetera, et cetera. We need to change the laws, as Abba do. Well, the idea that Trump is like Stalin, which some writer has posited, is just that is just such d- manna. It's just such delicious fare for CNN. They cannot resist it. And so they're trumpeting it like crazy, and it's just so stupid and idiotic. But the guy did make one point, that the U.S. as a beacon for free speech and free press, if the president's saying stuff like that, the dictators around the world start saying it a lot. And they start saying, even the president of the United States has pointed out that the press is often an enemy of the people. And libel laws should be changed, and the rest of it. And they use it for cover to, opp- to oppress their own people. And if the president just never lets up on how the press needs to be free, there needs to be access, there needs to be transparency, no journalist should ever be uh, jailed or killed or blah, 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 that helps freedom all over the globe. So, uh, you know, Donald J. Trump has no filter. He's an adolescent. He can't control what he says. He's ridiculous.
4: Bing, bing, bong, bong,
1: bing, bing,
3: bing. But for once in my life, I would like to join the ninnies in saying that does have a negative impact around the globe.
2: In about a half hour, we're going to talk to somebody who's um, part of a movement to create another state. They're going to carve it out of California. Mm. There's a number of these ideas, right? There's the state of Jefferson, which is part California, part Oregon. And that's the one I'm in. Fight the power, and uh, this one is just a chunk of California. Some geek tried to carve California into six pieces recently.
3: There have been various two-part proposals.
2: Yeah, if you live in if you live in a big state that it's uh, uh, the the state politics are opposite you, you you know, it's easy to feel not represented,
3: right? Well, there are similar views and, and attempts made. They don't get as much press in, uh, in, in Oregon and Washington as well because the coastal urban types have political views that are so wildly different from the rest of the state but they
2: have the population so they control it are there liberals in texas that wish they could have their own state austin would probably like to be its own state
3: yeah it could well be
2: you it's know it's the it, capital so it'd make it a little difficult it would be a little odd
3: i know illinois state of illinois is chicago and the rest of the state in terms of politics mm-hmm. um and they are very very different but Chicago runs it because of population. But anyway, so we'll talk to a guy trying to get that going. It'll never happen, but
2: we'll indulge him just because, you know, it's a fun idea. How much time we got, Michael? I got three minutes. Um, you want to talk about your heavy heart? Or you oh, want yeah, to I got those? a okay. heavy heart because my two big kids are flying back to their regular
3: lives today. And we've had a great visit. Christmas Junior, we call it, because they both were working retail and couldn't home, come home at Christmas time. First time we've ever not had the starting five together for Christmas, but had an absolutely wonderful time. We played our favorite dominoes game last night, and it was hilarious, and it reminded me old times. and. I'm kicking myself. I meant to take a picture of all of us together, and I forgot, and now I'm mad at me, but I'll get over it. Uh, but I'm telling you, the the good times you have in your life, it's like a vacation. You don't get to stay.
2: So, you know, enjoy them. Enjoy them while you can. I always have this feeling, because I got together with all my family um, over Christmas, and... I always have that feeling at the end of it. On the other hand, at what point, uh, you know, would it be weird if we if we didn't start to go back to our own way? I always That's how I get myself out of it. I think at some point, I mean, I could do this for a couple more days, but at some point it'd be weird if we all didn't go back to our regular lives. That, that's how I get myself out of the being despondent over how some right. of it happens.
3: Well, some sources say that some people in my house have, have, have murmured to each other it would be nice to get our regular life back eventually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. It happens, but. Yeah, you can't, the whole visit thing, you can't do that all the
2: time. No. Um, (laughs) No. But anyway, it's been great. I just it, it, all the periods of life the, in lo, you know a lot of them really really good they go by so freaking fast. Oh yeah. Like my kids, the where was it the other day? I uh, saw a giant dump truck. They no longer get excited. I, I forget that they've outgrown that. Look, there's a dump truck. You what?
3: Yeah, Dad, it's probably carrying some <laughs> sort of uh, soil or landscaping. And material. I remember
2: when they were smaller boys, it would get right. so excited and we'd park and watch the dump truck unload stuff for a while because they thought it was so cool. Look, a bulldozer. I've seen a bulldozer, Dad. <laughs> Yeah, what? Yeah, that's kind of lame that you're uh, that amazed by that at your age. Yeah, it's wow. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm maybe you need that you. mental test Trump got. Uh, <laughs> you shouldn't be
3: that fascinated by a bulldozer. Turns out Trump is not mentally ill. Sorry, Rachel Maddow, uh, but uh, we'll we'll have the complete physical. I have his uh, urinalysis right here in front of me. I've run it through several tests myself. You, oh, you did just to be sure. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm not going to take some quacks, uh, you know, word. He is far from a quack. This is an important part of the story. Dr. Jackson is a phenomenal doctor and a great guy. Tweeted Dan Pfeiffer, Barack Obama's senior advisor. If you're an Obama fan, you know who Dan Pfeiffer is. Mm -hmm. He's part of the whole hope and change movement. He posted that Tuesday on Twitter. He and his team took great care of all of us for many years. He's phenomenal and a great guy. So that should stop the this is a Trump quack Trump told him what to say thing, it right? It should, but it won't. <laughs> but it will here as we delve, for the, delve into the facts. Sitting you straight in 21-8. That's right. So we got the late night joke-off, which is cool. And specifically, do you remember when Donald Trump was slurring his words a couple of weeks ago? Yes, I do. And there was a lot of conversation about that. And we all settled on dentures, right? Right. Not dentures. Oh, really? Not dentures. Really? Dementia? Do- doctor said that, so. Blow to the head? So we got that Drunkenness. answer Drunkenness.
3: Also, just a note, personal note from, from me to the folks. Yes, I know Hitler's Mercedes is going to be put up for auction. Is it really? I have the story. Stop sending it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a 40s, 30s? Really nice car. If I happened to bid on it, it'd be merely because it's a nice automobile. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.